Hello and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to the show. It's tradition time here once again. We love tradition. We sure do. We really, really do. Um, I'm so glad that we have these things we can check in with every single year. So uh, as tradition dictates, it's time to get in our time machine and go 20 years in the past to see what K-Pop sounded and looked like and was like 20 years ago. Yeah, which is really nice when we think about like how far K-pop has come because we really get to, this is like a chance for us to dive into really the first gen and see where it all started. So if you've never joined us for one of these before, we're basically just going to take you chronologically through all the major releases and news items of 2002. Yeah, and... it's a, it's a little difficult every year doing these uh, because the internet was not as prominent 20 mm. years ago. So a lot of this stuff is not archived as well as mm. recent things. So we have to do a lot of digging and I am but a human and I'm trying my best. <laughs> and sometimes I forget things or leave people off or don't find stuff. And I apologize in advance for that. But we're try- I'm trying to give you some kind of picture. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's definitely not. I, let's just put it out there now. It's not a comprehensive list of every single thing that happened throughout the year. It's highlights. Okay? It's highlights. It's, it's highlights. highlights. Um, and it is also worth noting, I think, that like the industry was different, too. Like the music shows that we're familiar with have not necessarily been on the year on the air for 20 years and so like that's a little bit different and the way that the charts are done is a little bit different like the gown chart didn't even start until like 2010 so you won't hear anything about gown on this episode yeah we're using the recording industry association of korea's album Mm -hmm. uh chart archive for this episode because that's what existed at the time Mm -hmm. and it tracked cd and cassette sales (laughs) Um, so yeah, everything is different. Everything is different Mm. and promotion cycles are super different. Yes. We've talked about that before in previous episodes, because this is now the third, well, the third year we've covered. Um, but we split all of these years into two. So this is just part one. Um, but, uh, wait, I lost the train of thought. Where were we? We were talking about promotion cycles and how they're weird. We've talked about this in the previous episodes where, um, an artist will like put out a song in like March and then they're still promoting it in like June. Like they're still going on music shows. And they usually didn't, it seemed like groups would not even show up on music shows Mm -hmm. for a week or two after an album came out. Whereas now it's like the day the album dropped, the stages start and whatever. There was like more time and also because people were selling physical CDs, you would sometimes promote four or five songs off that CD Mm -hmm. for like a year and a half. And I feel like nobody does that anymore. You just put out minis and titles and whatever, but Mm -hmm. people were putting out full because it costs so much money to print CDs. Like things were just different. Yeah. And if you're going to release it as a cassette too, (laughs) (laughs) you better make sure people buy it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... We will get started, and uh, just for reference, when we start here in January of 2002, um, G.O.D.'s album that came out at the end of 2001 is still absolutely dominating Mm -hmm. the charts, 
G-O-D is like the thing right now. Also, Jiang Nara, who nowadays you know as just an actress, at the time was the like very popular host of Music Camp. Mm. And she had put out an album and she's not a good singer. <laughs> but girl was on everything, singing her songs on every show, every week. Like people were so obsessed with her. So like that's kind of what's happening when we start the year. Like when I was looking at stuff, it like takes a minute to mm-hmm. see what was really going on because things from six months ago are st- like that's are how it still works. Being promoted, etc. Yeah. Yes. And we have also said this before on like every episode where we've ever looked at anything from the first gen. But I want if you've never heard anything from first gen K-pop, I want you to go ahead and lower your expectations <laughs> now because we've got a lot of bad singers. Really, like a lot of bad singers. Almost. A shocking amount. Yeah. Especially in this particular crop. Like, I was flabbergasted by some of the stages. Like, could not believe how badly these people could sing. (laughs) Of all, yeah, of all of the ones we've done of this so far, I feel like this chunk of music has been... The weakest. The weakest. (laughs) Like, I know when we did the second half of 2001, I was, like, losing my shit over, like, every other song and being Mm -hmm. like, they're all so good. And, like... Yeah, their songs were crazy or like the music videos were really, really wild or people were dressed crazy. I don't know. I feel like this crop was just kind of like meh. Yeah, it was a little bit of a. Yeah, but but there's a few highlights and we'll get into it. So let's start very first of the year on January 1st. Psy returned with his album Sa 2 and the main title was Shingo Shik, which means report this expression. So as you could hear in that clip, that song samples Adult Ceremony by Park ji which came out two years before, I think. I feel like it was in our first In the 2000 episode. Yeah, Yeah. but it was a really popular song, and then Sai sampled it for this song, and he uses the lyrics to do like a call and answer, because in the original song, she's like, I'm grown up now, and Sai's like, yeah, you're not a baby, you can come home with me. Like, he's like... Um, And this was the first album that Psy had put out since serving jail time in November of 2001 for marijuana possession. And this album is definitely about his time in jail and like his like being hated by parents. And like Mm -hmm. it really directly addresses a lot of Psy's controversies. So it was criticized for being, quote, defiant and obscene. (laughs) And it was not for sale to minors. Mm. Um, and then Sai also released a music video for the song Urshigu, which features a like Sai cartoon mascot with like yeah. a giant head <laughs> is like the star of the music video. And it's very cheeky and very Sai. Yeah, that music video, I think the song use the song has like a recur like a horn line hook that I think is in a Spice Girl song. Oh. I don't know that for sure. I couldn't like find what the exact sample was. But as I was listening to it, I was like, wait. And they're having a good time. Like, oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, I could yeah. like hear it and <laughs> in my head. Um, but I loved the, um, because we talked about this in the 2000 episode, the Park Jun song. Like, she does like a whole like silky pajama dance or whatever. And Sai does the same yes. like red silk pajama dance in his. Uh, in his and own he does stages. like the full drops yeah, and everything. It's great. And like, it's really, really gets good. into he it. It's very it. funny. It's great. It's great. 
Uh, so then next up, speaking of, on January 11th, Park ji herself came back with an album called Man, and the single was I Am a Man. Um, so the reason that the song is called I'm a Man, <laughs> the lyrics of the chorus are, I'm a man now. I'm going to enjoy life without any expectations and hopes. So it's like a, the, this, a guy has wronged her mm-hmm. and she's like, so I'm going to act just like you yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, It's like the Beyonce, Sierra, like a boy kind of vibe of like, well, if I was like a man, then I could be the one who cheats and I wouldn't mm-hmm. care about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and yeah, the song is, I would like... It is a good fun song. It's a song. vibe. Like the song itself is yeah. like a vibe and I want to like it so much. But her voice is so weak and so yeah. just like, I don't know. And the way that like <laughs> I, the one stage that like you put in the playlist, the, it starts out with her taking out one in-ear and then taking out the other one because she cannot find where she's supposed to be singing. And she sounds like this when she sings. And oh my God, it drove me insane. I was like, how did people listen to this? How did people listen to this? But uh, the music video is seven minutes long. And, and what it, a ride. Yes, this it has a crazy plot. Video is. She like saves someone from like a fa- evil factory. Yeah, I don't or know. Something. There's like a woman. She plays the woman, and then she's like also, also the rescuer. The yeah, sing- yeah, the singer or whatever, or like being her like man in her fedora, or whatever. But the woman that she plays is like super dirty. She's like dirt <laughs> all over her face, and she looks like she's like a little match girl yeah. or something. And she like climbs a building yes. to like get into this like creepy dirty factory, and then she's like hiding in like cages, like and there's like dirty shirtless men, and like I do not know what, <laughs> what the, the fucking plot was, was. Um, but it was a lot. <laughs> I did, however, really, I do like the styling of this, of the fedoras with the nice wide suit pants and the little suit vest. Mm -hmm, I like, mm -hmm. it's very like smooth criminal. Like, I like the vibe that it uh, creates. Um, But this was a super popular album. Uh, It sold 142,000 copies and was number three for January on the album chart. And also there was a song on this album that featured Rain who had not debuted yet, but we will get to him later in the year. Ah, uh, yes, because Park Jiyun and Rain at this time were both under JYP. Correct. Next up, on January 14th, Shin Song-hoon had a comeback um, with the album The, the Shin Song-hoon. And the single off that album is a long Korean title, which I will not attempt to pronounce, but the translation is, even though we're in love, we can break up. Shin Sung-hoon is, was a very, very popular singer at the time, and we got particularly obsessed with a song he put out in 2000 called Omaya, Omaya. that I still listen to all the Hell time yeah. when I needed cheering up. So good. It's on our bonus K-pop disco playlist if you're interested in hearing it. 
but he was absolutely dominating the music shows at this point and he promoted five different songs off this album wow and then he released another album in the last last half of the year wow. so like dominating and the like crowd would be going absolutely apeshit at absolutely <laughs> every performance and he had like at the time he had like kind of shaggy but like not stringy, like very blown out, like helmet Blue hair, and it's hair. like highlighted blonde, and he wore like little glasses and a suit, and like oh my god, the crowd was just like ah! at every single thing. Well, I mean, he is like miles above so most of the other singers yes. that are out and about these days. Like he's actually very, very good. That point, honestly, kind of, exp- I feel like maybe explains why. And I mean, it's still it's still the case today. That like ballads will outsell mm-hmm. K-pop, but like the ballads really do outsell the K-pop yeah. at this time, and it might be because the ballad singers could actually sing more yeah. often than the idols could actually. The sing. only most of the only songs that I thought were really good on here were ballads, like because those are the only people who can hold a note <laughs> and then do it again on on live stage. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> Um, but this main title track has a stop motion music video that is so pointlessly sad. I, yeah. I don't know why it's so sad, but this little stop motion girl likes this tall boy in the neighborhood and he's always looking over a fence at this little tree and then she like, but she's like pining over him and then he saves her from a dog attack and so they bond and then she gets him a birthday cake and he like blows out the birthday candles and then one night it's snowing and she looks at the tree that he looks at and all the leaves have fallen off so then she gets like trinkets and bows and spends all night decorating the tree and in the morning the boy sees the tree and it's so decorated oh my god how beautiful and then he looks at the foot of the tree and the girl is frozen frozen to death in the snow yeah no he like steps forward and like kicks a snow drift and like sees part her of her face, face and then like snow. digs her out and like cries like with her in his arms. And I was like, why is this oh. so <laughs> sad? Like also so many frozen deaths yes. in first gen music K-pop videos. K-pop videos. What? Why are all these kids freezing to death? Like so many little match girls. We need to get all of them coats and indoors. Yes. So, like, what is happening? Wild stuff, but beautiful song. Beautiful gorgeous, song. Gorgeous. All right, next up, I have a piece of news. <laughs> <laughs> I love this news item. It's really, it was, like like I said, it is very difficult to find news from this time period because, it, like, I imagine, I was trying to explain this to Wade, that, like, when there's, there's a couple of groups in here that, like, debuted and there's literally no information about them anywhere on the internet. But I imagine at the time that they got, like, profiles written yeah. up in, like, teen beady magazines mm. and stuff like that that just, it wasn't online. Yeah. So anyway, the news I find is often like very salacious or just nothing. And this is a (laughs) bit of a nothing, but it's not something. Okay. So on January 17th, Baby Vox found their lost dog. Baby Vox had a dog as a group whose name was Mushi. And they brought the dog from Korea after a New York tour. They like found a street dog and like took it. From New York to Korea. took it back to Korea with them and it was their office dog. But the dog had gotten out of an open door on the 9th of January. So the group had been frantically looking for the dog and their label had even offered a million won, which is about $750, as a reward for finding the dog. Wow. 
Um, and some people who worked at an interior design office just a block or two away had been taking care of the dog because they found it right away. And when they found out that it was Baby Vox's dog, they refused to accept the reward money. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite part of the story is that they were like, oh, this is their dog? Please. It's our honor. Like, yes. just take it. <laughs> I think that's great. A few weeks later, on January 26th, my absolute favorite first-gen boy group, Xinhua, came back with their album, My Choice, and the title was My Lifestyle. This album had 185,000 copies sold and went to number four on the chart. Um, and the music video for this one, I think confirmed my uh, theory that first gen groups were obsessed with the Incheon airport mm -hmm. because there are so many music videos from this time period that are filmed in the subway arrival building at the airport because it's very grand and it makes a nice, yeah. like, it has like a sky, crazy it has gas, sky bridges ceiling and like all this insane, like beams and architecture, but like every boy band filmed a music video there. And Shinwa was no exception. I had to like even look it up. And I learned that the Incheon airport did not open until March, 2002. So Shinwa must have had a hookup wow. to go film at the unfinished airport. Love that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but this was a compilation album, repack, what have you. So they didn't do any stages for this, but they mm. did like release a music video. Yeah. And I will say not enough choreo in the music video. No. There's no choreo in the music Just video. Mugging. And like, why? Why? Yeah. Uh, more breaking news. On January 24th, uh, Park Jun Hyung from G.O.D. got hurt at Music Bank. Uh, he fell during a performance and hurt his back very badly. Um, and at the time, I missed this last year, but at the time, he publicly had an actress girlfriend. Wow. And he was, like, the first idol, and he had to have a press conference, and they made him cry. <gasps> the, like, press, like, made him cry. Wow, so mean. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was oh terrible. My God. But according to the news story, his girlfriend was shooting a drama uh, like across the NBC set and she rushed over to be with him but she wasn't the only one because 150 fans <laughs> followed them to the hospital and then created like a whole, a whole stink thing. at the hospital because there were a ton of people there but anyway his back was really really hurt and they were like you cannot promote anymore and he was like I have to my group like they were at the top of the world like sure. they could mm -hmm. not not do G.O.D. performances so I'm sure also that he could not just like hang out with his girlfriend and like while right. the group promoted, right? He's sure. like, they're going to tear me apart if I do that. Yeah. Like put me on the fucking put me stage. On the stage. <laughs> so they got him a big leopard print chair <laughs> that he sat in for stages. And then the last week of G.O.D. Promo uh, promotions, they did like full goodbye stages on every single music mm. show where they performed five songs, like got a whole chunk of goodbye god and for those he had a cane and i was like slick <laughs> smart i love it and i don't know if that was like the first example of like an idol sitting in a chair and performing hurt mm. but it became a thing yeah absolutely so yeah i can go. think of like three different <laughs> examples from the last like five years alone. yeah yeah so he might have started that trend of just like keep performing but sit in a chair yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in a cage yeah if you're jung yeah jung <laughs> in a cage <laughs> You can make it fancy. I thought the leopard print chair, like, really. It's a good choice. It's a good Kane choice. Kane is a particularly good choice. I liked choice. Kane, too, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, more breaking news on the 26th of January, JTL was finally allowed to return to TV. Mm. These are the former members of HOT who debuted at the end of 2001 um, without the support of SM and in fact the uh, hindrance of SM trying to stop them. Um, so this was the first time that they got to come on TV. They were on uh, music camp on January 26th. They performed Enter the Dragon and Better Day. And it had been 14 months since the wow. members had been on television because they had only last appeared as HOT and were not allowed until this point to appear as JTL. And the fan chants in the comeback stage are loud. <laughs> they were missed. They were very, very missed by their fans. Um, okay, one more piece of breaking news for January. On the last day of January, Eric from Shinwa was caught dating. <gasps> Gasp. Gasp. Shinwa's Eric Munn, who was 23 at the time, and actress Kim Hee-sun, who was 25 at the time, were caught dating. Kim Hee-sun came to Los Angeles for a photo shoot and then spent her return flight cuddling with Eric from Shinwa and all Ooh. the people on the plane told on them. <gasps> wow. Rude. Uh, this couple was together for about a year. And then the rumor at the time when they broke up was that Eric wanted to propose, but her family did not like that he was younger than her. Aww. Yeah. Heartbreak. Poor Eric. Uh, okay, so that's all I got for January. Moving on to February, we do have another piece of breaking another news. Another piece of breaking One news. One more piece. And this will keep coming up for a minute. This is mm. a bit of a saga. So uh, Coyote member Kim Goo failed a drug test. He had been previously arrested the year before. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess was on probation and failed his yeah. drug test. Um, so... At the news report that I read that was from this day was that if he was sentenced to jail time, Coyote would legally not be allowed to release their album that was right. supposed to come out on Lunar New Year because his voice, like, he's not allowed as a convict right. or whatever to sure. have an album out. But the company was really hesitant to do anything about it at the time because I guess they just hoped it would get solved maybe. Yeah. So then on February 14th, SES had a comeback with the album Choose My Life hyphen you with the single you. This was the number one album for the month at 281,000 copies. It won three music show trophies and it won at the Mnet Music Video Festival as well. The music video for this is pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> to say the what least. What is happening in this music video? In the like main dance part, SES is wearing hideous tuxedo shirts and big white pants and doing their dance. But then in between... All of the members are like torturing white men, yeah, in, in different ways and hell things, yeah. and like and like one of them is like bursts into a like conference room yeah. filled with white guys and like pulls, pulls one on of them ties. like by their tie and like yells in their faces. But then another one, there's like a shirtless white guy in a cage with like a collar on, and then the member of SES comes in with an enormous Rottweiler on a on a leash. And just lets, lets the it. dog into the cage. <laughs> <laughs> and it 
it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's so pretty they're just eating. There's eating men. <laughs> um, and the lyrics, I just love that the chorus of this one is, "Hey, dude, what you gonna do for me?" I like that the word "dude" is in there. Yeah, and this song reminded me of something very, very specific that I could not, for the life of me, put my finger on. So if you hear it and you know what it is, please tell me. That's because... the other running theme of yeah. these episodes: is what does this song sound like? Mm-hmm. Because the songs usually sound like another song. Yeah, they do. Like that Shinwa one that we just played, like took me straight back to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys yeah. so hard. I felt like I had like a moment. Like yes. when I started <laughs> listening to it, I was like transported. And this one had a similar something. Like I couldn't put my finger on which early 2000s girl it reminded me of, but there's a song. Yeah. Because everyone was using the exact same like sounds and samples mm-hmm. and beats. And so all the songs end yeah, up yeah, yeah. sounding the same. Um, on February 20th, the news of the day was that Shinwa might be homeless <laughs> soon uh, because the lease was up on Shinwa's apartment that they lived in and they were having trouble finding a new place to live because nobody wanted idols to live in their neighborhoods because the fans would just camp outside all day. Mm-hmm. A problem that remains to this day. One had a trouble where yeah. they lived because of their fans. So. Mm-hmm. To a story old t- tale as old as tale time. Is old t- t- I <laughs> fucked that up too. <laughs> tale as old as time. All right. So then on February 25th, we had a debut of a group called For You, number four, letter U, and their album and single were called In My Heart. <laughs> So I had a great deal of trouble trying to find out anything about For You, um, but they were four boys and they did a lot of music show performances for this song and they were actually pretty good. Yeah, one of them in particular, I thought looked just like the Four Town Maknae, <laughs> aka a cartoon. <laughs> and he was a very, very good singer. Absolutely beautiful. Um, the music video for In My Heart features like a rugged dude on a road trip and he's like flying toy airplanes around and then he meets a girl in a slip dress at a gas station who's like being held captive by an old white man with a shotgun and then at the end of the video he like turns around dramatically on the highway to go back and get her Mm -hmm. but the band is not in the video at all yeah but i was able to find another music video that they did make for a song called infinite that sampled walk this way by aerosmith (laughs) and they do like shirtless b-boying and rap a lot and like there's also scenes where every single person in the shot is the same member like six times oh they, like, yeah, yeah yeah them a bunch of times and, and then at the very end they have all of the like they have like 10 of the group right like the group is just like here and here and here and here and there's just so many fucking people in this in the shot um and i couldn't find any evidence of them ever performing that song anywhere but i did find that music video um, and in and in trying to find absolutely anything about this group, I did listen to their whole debut album, and there was a song called "Jigum Idero," like this now, that was really good disco. <laughs> and I didn't check to see if it was on Spotify to add it. I doubt it. Almost none of yeah. this music is on Spotify. Um, but yeah, I found a little gem in the For You album, so that's nice. Nice. 
On February 26th, the very next day, there was another debut of a group called Vibe. They released an album called Afterglow. And does this mean that they had two singles? They did have two singles. Okay, so they have two singles, one of which is called Promise You, and the other one, the English title is Even Though You Hate Me, comma, once again. of this group, Yu Min Su, had previously been in a group called Four Men, and then he started this new trio. And uh, for their other stage of Promise You, it was they just wore like leather jackets and turtlenecks and dramatically sat on stools while the dancers like danced their yeah. asses off around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first guy, I thought like he could really sing, but then there was this, the, then like the rapping started and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but the singing parts are good. The singing parts are nice. But I did write down that the English line in this is, I can't love with you. And I thought that was a funny way to phrase it. <laughs> and then for the stages of Even Though You Hate Me, they wore like very like priest-like suits, mm-hmm. like those stiff high yeah, collar yeah, yeah. ones. And they just stood still, no dancers, just sang the song. And then the music video is another one, no members in the music video. It's just like the story of a couple that works together and is broken up now. And they're both like going through their lives alone and feeling sad. Yeah. But it is a beautiful song. It's so like, good. This I one it. I wrote, I was like, oh yes, this is the good stuff. <laughs> like perfect, perfect early 2000s boy band shit. This album ended the year at number 86 of the 100 top albums and sold 62,000 copies. On that same day, there was a comeback of Unji Wan, former member of Sexkis, and he released Unji Wan Best, and the single was called Now. So, uh, Unji Wan was the leader of Sexkis. This is his second solo album. And his first album experimented with different genres, and this album was supposed to be a refining of his style. Um, And this main song is a cover reimagining of Now That We Found Love by Heavy D from 1991. It's almost exactly the same as the Heavy D song, but the Heavy D song is itself a sampling (laughs) of Now That We Found Love by the OJs from 1973. So this is like a triple over. Yeah, triple cover. Yes. (laughs) The music video has a video game virtual reality uh, concept. He like puts in a coin and then he races a car and then he matrix kung fu fights people. And it's like, you win. Um, And then in the stages, once again, dancers working their asses off while he just bounces in the front in sunglasses and two beanies. Until the like dance (laughs) break. Oh, there's a dance break with scarves. When the sexy lady dancers come out and then they do this like body roll wave in front of the boys and then the boys pull a scarf out of the lady's shirts and it was very saucy. Yes. And I was a scandal. And then they do like a, they, and then they, they do they a toss little the scarf to dance. each other, do yeah. a little like, so he joined juggling. in for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the very next day on February 27th, we had another comeback from Kim Jong Min who released an album called the greatest love song. And the title was last love. <laughs> Love that rap. 
raspy voice. Oh, this was great. I love. I didn't know how to categorize this. I was like, I don't know what this is, like dramatic rock, trot, pop, but yeah. I'm into it. This was the 16th best-selling album of the year at 269,000 copies. Kim Jong-min is very, very famous. His like biggest year, I like looked, he won 23 music show trophies in 1996. Damn. Yeah. So this is like a few years after his mm-hmm. like absolute height and he's still smashing it. I only recognize this guy as he was one of the MCs on the early seasons of mm. We Got Married, like the Kuntoria season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't recognize him because he has a shaved head in these videos yeah. and he does not look like his like grown up MC self at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good, fun song oh good and the like he sounds great live and the ladies freaking love him <laughs> like oh my god they lost their minds and again i think it's because he can actually sing yeah it matters <laughs> it matters it matters um on february 28th some breaking news singer hong kyung min was forced into an early hiatus hong kyung min is a singer who we compared to ricky martin in the 2001 episode he had like a very yeah. ricky martin song yeah i was gonna say in the sense that he was trying to be ricky martin like very overtly yes. <laughs> uh, but he suspended music show appearances because he suffers from hepatitis oh, and yikes. he was not getting better and since he needed to enlist later in 2000, his company just pulled him from all activities mm. so that he would be able to rest until military time. So that finishes up February, and we will start March with more Coyote news. Dun, dun, dun. Because on the 1st of March, uh, Kim Gu of Coyote... Why is Coyote? Because it's spelled with a K, and I, I want to say Coyote. <laughs> But uh, the previously mentioned arrested member of Coyote was indeed sentenced to jail. So he was replaced with Kim Yong-wan, who had previously been in a 90s group called Cola, which will come up again in this episode. Ooh. All the ties, always. It all comes back. Um, and he re-recorded the lines on some of the previously finished albums so that it could be released um the label at the time though was still stating that kim gu was not removed or replaced and that this was just temporary but he never came back to the group so it's really shocking that the label was so hesitant to cut him yeah especially when i think about like now and it's like now like you can have just a rumor of something happened to you and like boom you're out like out Mm -hmm. of the group out of the company like your career is over and it's really shocking that they were just like but Maybe we can he, wait. The drugs aren't so bad. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's just yeah. a different world. I suppose. For sure. On March 8th, we had a comeback from Finkel who released the fourth album with the title track forever. <laughs> This was the last studio album for the group, so they had limited promotions. Um, And the music video for it depicts four tragic stories about the loss of innocence. Uh, Sung portrays a prostitute, which I could not believe Mm -hmm. that they allowed a female idol to do that. Ak is a sick housewife. Lee Jin is a moody artist who eventually kills herself. Uh, And Lee Hyori is a boxer who loses a finger. 
And I was so, Lee Jin, the moody housewife, smokes a cigarette in the yeah. music video. I was like, I've never seen a female idol smoke a cigarette literally ever. Yeah. And there were some, <laughs> like, I've made no, I didn't say it out loud, but there's been like a couple of music videos that we've already talked about that had smoking in it. And I always find that so shocking. It's been a theme in these last two, two thousand, like in yeah. these 2000s mm-hmm. episodes. It's constant. In like so videos, much smoking yeah. in it. But never from a lady. No. Never. <laughs> Women do not smoke in music videos. So very shocking very shocking mm-hmm. um in the stage that i put in the playlist they were wearing these yellow and orange like leathery outfits with like a hat and vest or a pant and skirt and those big chonky flower belts remember those big chonky flower belts there were oh. so many crazy belts oh my god in this each one of them looked like <laughs> miranda from lizzie mcguire i yeah. like couldn't get over their fucking outfits they looked insane they, it was like the, and it was such a shockingly bright combination of yellow and orange. I was like, who did this to you? Yeah, and you'd think like with this song, this like goodbye stages like that, they would put them yeah. in like something pretty and or these like, like dramatic <laughs> ass music video, and then you're gonna put them in these like Disney Limited Channel outfits. outfits. Like, what is happening? It's very odd. But the album peaked at number two, and it sold two hundred and sixty-one thousand copies by the end of the year. Next up on March 11th, we had a debut from a group called Blackbeat, and their first album was entitled Blackbeat 2002, The First Performance. They had two singles, Wing and In the Sky, and here is Wing. This was a five-member boy group under SM. They love their five-member They groups. do love their five-member groups, but this was the only album that they put out. They got We're On Some SM Towns, which we will talk about more today and another day because I really want to dig into those yeah. so bad. We'll do a whole episode about it. Um, but yeah, they finally disbanded in 2007 due to inactivity, but this is kind of the only thing that they did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Wing is very rock-heavy. It gives me super H.O.T. vibes. Like, it's just got that early sm like rap rock yeah parts thing. of it were like just super super loud but then other parts of it were very catchy um and then it has this like insane slow motion bridge that just like comes out of nowhere <laughs> like whoa everything is different now um and then the other song in the sky sm recently remastered this music video and it's a piano ballad and they just like stare dramatically at the camera mm-hmm. and then like drawings like somebody's deviant art page <laughs> of like anime boys just like come in like it's like a yeah. power like an iMovie I don't know something about that video is very <laughs> cheeky and strange it is but it has lovely like good whaley singing and like nice multiple harmonies in it and it's it also has a moment of slow-mo dancing which is funny um but yeah the black beat Blackbeat, they won the 2002 Mama for Best New Group. Um, And pre-debut, the members had appeared in a lot of SM music videos and were backup dancers for groups like BOA, SES, HOT, TVXQ, Shinwa. And then some of the members remain choreographers and vocal trainers at SM to this day. Yeah, one of the lead singers of this is the vocal trainer for Shiny and Red Velvet. There you go. Mm -hmm. They got to keep their job somehow. (laughs) Okay. Next up on the next day, we had another debut. This is a group called Seven Days with a Z. And their 
debut album was called Seven Days, and the single is I Will. Sounds like that just feel familiar. Like I they was, just yep. feel like mm-hmm. comforting and familiar. They sound Absolutely. like a million other songs. I mean, can't even be mad at it. <laughs> uh, so Seven Days was a four-member boy band. Um, Melon and the CD label say that SM claimed them at the time. Mm-hmm. SM, I will just say, had several subsidiaries had so at the time. On. And so there's a lot. Like, I came across a few groups on here that, like, some sources would label as SM. And then somebody else would label it as something else. And then if you did a little bit more digging, you would find out that the someone else is a sister company of SM. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the members of this were Lee Jung, Jung Sang-won, So Jae-ho, and Ha Dong-kyung. And the last, the three, last three of those later debuted in a boy band called Wanted in 2004. Later that year, J-Ho died in a car accident, as noted in our TVXQ deep dive, because it was part of the whole thing. Um, so Seven Days appears to have disbanded within the year of mm, 2002. Short-lived. Done and done. Um, and the music video is about a football player who loved a girl, but she married someone else. And then seven days are like on the TV, like sitting in a bedroom, yeah. singing around the drama. Yeah, I had a lot of questions about this music video. I was like, oh, God, a football concept. And I was like, now we're in the beach. Like, now we're on a wedding. Like, what? what is going on here? And I kept thinking about that episode of Riverdale where, like, Archie goes to war, but the war is like on the football field. What? <laughs> I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know anything about Riverdale. That's it. But that's crazy. a real thing that happened. <laughs> um, yeah. And the stages for this, they wore white suits and just stood in a line and sang their song. No choreo, no nothing. Just get the song out. Mm-hmm. On March 13th, we had a comeback from a group called Sugar with their album Tell Me Why and the single of the same name. was a four-member girl group under Star World. This is another example where some sources said they were under SM, which seems to be a collaboration between these two companies. They actually de- or they debuted on uh, December 18th of the previous year with a single called Sweet Love, but they didn't get a lot of attention until this song came out. Um, and this song is fun. I thought it was catchy. It gives and me sweet. like A Pink vibes. Yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like A Pink could re-record this song right now, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. blink. Like, it yeah, yeah, just yeah. Has Absolutely. That. It was like sweet and simple sugar Sugar. yeah (laughs) sugary for sure and the girls were good-ish 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 the music video featured so many interesting pigtails so much crimping crimping so much crimping (laughs) white suits and so many hats lots of hats and i liked this song yeah it was good (laughs) um on that same day march 13th uh, there was a little bit of drama in the one time fandom. One time was YG's hot, sexy boy group at the time. Um, and they had temporarily become a two member group because mm. Teddy's visa had expired. Yikes. So he got deported back to Guam. Womp and, womp. and then <laughs> uh, their member, Song Baek Kyung, was busy writing the album, so he got to take a break. And so until the end of April, members Danny and Jinwon had to 
continue their schedules as two people. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> also, like, I can't believe they gave that guy, like, you wrote the album, so you just get to yeah, sit Yeah, he just gets sit to out? sit? Like, what? Who, who allows that? <laughs> YG, I guess. Wow. Mm. All right. On March 15th, we have, at last, the Coyote comeback with their fourth album and the title track, Sad Dream. So only two members of Coyote were on the album art because Kim Goo was in jail. Um, And like we said, the company had been very hesitant to actually add the person who ends up replacing Kim Goo's lines. Um, And there's no music video for this, probably because of the same reason. Um, But the song is... I don't know. I mean, it's, it, it sounds super familiar. Yeah, it sounds like, really, really familiar. And it might be one of those things where it just like is the standard trot chords. Mm-hmm. And so it just like sounds really familiar and it just has that dance beat. Or maybe idols do it as a joke. Yeah, I don't or know. There's heard it There's before. something about the... Because Coyote is a co-ed group. We've talked about them before, but we didn't mention that before. But they are co-ed. So the female singer's line of like... Like that, I know what that is. And not in the sense that I think it sounds like something else. Like, I think I know this song. And I don't know why. (laughs) Um, They wore like boring tan or gray suits for the stages. Like both the boys and the girl, like they were wearing the same like unisex gray suit Mm. thing. And they have a fuck ton of backup dancers. And the female singer, for the most part, does zero choreo (laughs) she actually moves out of the way and goes to stand behind the dancers until it's her part to come back and sing (laughs) and i just thought that was hilarious (laughs) but they could not perform any of the other tracks off of this album um, because it was too difficult for the company to rework them for broadcasting and have no trace of kim goo Um, but despite all of their controversy the album ended up selling 513,000 copies in 2002 and it won one trophy at music camp so turned out okay for coyote and they still they are still loved (laughs) on the 21st of march we have a debut of jaywalk j hyphen walk Walk, and their album and single was called suddenly So the Jaywalk is a duo of former Sex Geese members. They are still together under YG, but at the time debuted under Kiss Entertainment. Uh, this album peaked at number two and sold 119,000 copies and won the SBS Gaio Dejun Popularity Award. Um, and in the music video, this music video was ridiculous. <laughs> it's a guy, I don't think it's one of the Jaywalks, mm-hmm. like leaning out of a car like a dog and running in slow motion and there's also like a dancer but like 90% of the music video is extreme close-ups with like people who have hair in their face <laughs> and it's like I don't know it was so jarring yeah like for such a beautiful like R&B ballad the music video is very frantic in an upsetting mm-hmm. way that in a I way didn't that didn't understand fit the vibe of the song at all in any way 
And they wore sparkly suits on the stage and actually did some choreo, which I feel like doesn't often happen with songs of this style. Um, but the stage that's in the playlist, the boy with the short hair is completely tone deaf and literally loses the melody after the first chorus and never gets it back. Just making up lines so flat. Like I was I, shocked. I couldn't that believe it. That it aired, that it was saved and archived and put back on the internet. Like it, if I was YG, I would have this scrubbed from oh, the internet. It's horrifying. <laughs> like I've never seen an idol beef it that hard yeah like not be able to <laughs> sing in any way shape or form and like at first like first of all the short-haired guy can't sing but man he's hot yeah sure so hot but at first i was like oh okay he's doing it and then as soon as i wrote like he can kind of sing he went so flat i just had to cross it out <laughs> immediately and i was like wow and then it just got worse I, my jaw was on the floor i couldn't believe Shocking. But I will say the choreo is nice and smooth and there's a lot of body rolls. Yeah. And I like the song. I like really mm. wanted the performances yeah, to be yeah, good because yeah. I think it's a good song. But if you can't sing it live, then like, what are we doing here, Millie Vanilli? Like, get off the stage. No. This, yeah. is, this, this is not how we work. This mm -hmm. is not how we do things. On March 23rd, we had a debut of soloist Park Kyung Rim. The album was called Park Gote, Park Siblings Highway Tape Making Project. And the title was The Swamp of Delusion. <laughs> This is actually a collaboration song between Park Kyung-rim and Park Soo-hong. They were both comedians who made this album as part of a joke for Infinite Challenge, which is a TV show. Um, but it wasn't just one song. It's a whole 11-track album. Yes, I. it was very hard to try to find information about this because this comedian has like so much that she's done on her own, but I could only find like a single website that even mentioned that she did this. Hmm. And I like Googled the, and it has such a like unique album name. And I like, I searched every single thing I could possibly think of to try to find more information about this album. And all I could gather was that it was some kind of TV joke and that they didn't think it was gonna do anything. But like, like I said, because of the cost of producing an album at the time, they made a whole album mm -hmm. instead of just doing a joke single. So like, it's a whole album and it was surprisingly way more popular than they expected it to be. Um, the music video has Kyungrim carrying around like a giant plush heart. But as she goes around and gets like rejected by different men, the heart gets like smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, there's like a girl who's holding a really small heart and a sleazy guy like comes right up to her because he sees that her like that her heart, heart is, is broken and she's yeah. weak and he can take advantage of her. But it's very cheeky and cute. And I love her little raspy voice. Oh, yeah. And this song is so fun. Like it hits all the trot notes that I want it to. And like it was just very catchy. Uh, the song was nominated for Rookie of the Year at MAMA, and it was in the running a couple of times to win music shows. It didn't ever get the trophy, but it was up there. So, mm -hmm. like, it was a surprising... It was, it was one of those surprising hits where a comedian actually makes a good song. <laughs> All right. On the 29th of March, Shinwa is back for a real full comeback with their album number five, Perfect Man, and the single is obviously Perfect Man. Oh, yeah. 
this song was number one. Hell yeah, it was. On the album chart. It sold 263,000 copies in this first month and had sold 365,000 by the end of the year. It stayed on the charts for 23 weeks. And it brought back member Andy, who had said that he was out of the country studying in the U.S., but he admitted that he was actually caring for his sick mother. Yeah, not until many years later he told us the truth. Um, the music, This music video also got the SM remaster treatment recently, mm-hmm. so you can check it out in beautiful HD. It features the members being examples of perfect men who have cars and quads and jobs, and they buy you flowers and do push-ups. Yeah, and it's literally just like a day in the life of a perfect man. It like literally says like 9 a.m. and then like shows what they do like each time period. And they buy flowers for ladies and they work out shirtless, and that's what perfect men do. And all of the stages for this had smoke or fans or fire and were so dramatic. There's mic stand choreo. Yes. And they also always either wore leather or silk mm-hmm. for stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of good like growly singing. And I I describe them as Kim Possible beeps and bloops <laughs> in the background. <laughs> the song holds up so well. Yes, it it's does. so good. It's yes, it really does. good. It's great. Shinwa is great. Um, and I just wrote down, I just, the English rap line of this is so funny. Yeah, the perfect man is who I be sitting on top with ya, but more swifter, stronger than your knob liquor, money, hose, and clothes. Don't let clues get ya, they not fear. They say knob liquor? Yeah, they do. What oh does that my mean? God. Knob is British for penis. Oh, oh, I doubt that's what they mean. Knob, that feels like it must be like, you're right. It, that is that is British for for penis. Don't be such a knob. <laughs> but I always thought that was knob with a K. Oh, is this not with a K? No, it's N-O-B. Interesting. But I, that could have been a typo. I mean, who knows? <laughs> who knows? I don't know. But either way, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> On March 30th, we had the debut of a group called Shinvi with the album 15 to 30 and the title track To My Friend. This was a three-member girl group under an SM subsidiary called Sid Period K Entertainment. Their debut was originally scheduled for 2001, but then was pushed back. And we talked about Shinvi in our Shortest Lived Groups episode um, because it didn't last very long. But Shinwa's member Junjin is in the music video. And when we started watching this music video, I forgot that we had seen it before. Uh, and I was like, again? Like, how is this happening in another music Music video because the whole premise is like they're in like they're the late the members are like in an ancient forest and then like Junjin is like an ancient man there and they all die mm-hmm. all of them die and then it's revealed that it's like a fake minority report like hypothetical virtual reality yeah, they're like type laying situation in a or white something. void like me yeah like they're, they're like imagining it or, like I don't know they've been abducted who knows it's very strange um, and the stage that I put in the playlist, one of the girls is wearing pants under her skirt and it looks like so really awful. baggy pants and it looks very bad. I wrote that down too. I went, oh, those pants under the tennis skirt. Although I did note that all of their outfits had little pearl aqua pops, which oh, was nice. nice. 
Um, but talk about looking like a middle school talent show. They like are that, so, and they, they look are, so young. They look so, so young. young. They're so young. Yeah. So that's Shan B. All right, we're on to April. And on the 1st of April, we have another debut of a duo called Indigo. And their debut album was called Indigo First. And the single was Yoruma, I'm begging you. This was a two-member male duo, and I could not find any more information about them than that. Um, and that there is a 2019 daily drama, which are like soap operas. Mm-hmm. They come on every day. That was called Yoruma. I'm begging you. Oh, so like the title was un- like it stuck enough in the conscious that you could use the title as a as a show title. But yeah. anyway, that's all I found. And the song is like very, very pleasant. Um, but in some of the stages, one of the guys I said looked like the worst person at the <laughs> yoga retreat because he was wearing like those like baggy capri pants and like his hair was up in a messy ponytail and he had like too many scarves. On. Like, I was like, yeah. I don't know. Something about that guy's like beach bum look is like making me feel like <laughs> I wouldn't want to talk to that person. Yeah. And they did have a ton of backup dancers and live backup singers who I thought were better than the duo, to be honest. <laughs> Um, and the three girls are like wearing short shorts because they're all supposed to be on the beach and like all the backup dancers are wearing like weird hats that are like a crab or whatever because <laughs> they're like on the beach. But there is a line in this chorus that sounds just like the Beatles song, I Should Have Known Better. The like, mm. I should have known better with a girl like you. Mm-mm-mm. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. It definitely has that like beach boysy but like 80s beach yeah, boys yeah, not yeah, like yeah. the authentic like the when they had become like weird tommy bahama wearing <laughs> guys or whatever yeah 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 <laughs> but that was indigo the very next day we had another debut of soloist we song the album was called like a movie and the title track was can't i <laughs> Song was a soloist under M Boat, which is a YG subsidiary. Um, and the debut was praised by a lot of people, including So Taiji and Shin Song Hoon, who is known as the Emperor of Ballads. Um, so it was well received. Um, the song is very pleasant, but the vibe of the guy does not fit right. the vibe of the song because he is full cornrows. And I think feel like I wrote down, yeah, he had a leather jacket on with like full cornrows and a black bandana and then these like sparkly sweatpants and he looked like he was trying to be some like tough hip hop dude yeah. and then singing this like gorgeous sad ballad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is what is happening here? Yeah, I saw like one stage where he was wearing like one of those like oversized like yellow like sweatsuity like hip-hop things and he had a do-rag on and sunglasses and it was just like none of that goes with this This is not what you're doing um but the music video is insane insane absolutely bananas it is a very long music video that does not have the singer in it at all and it tells the story of these two girls, I guess, who are classmates and they also live in the same like little, little share house yeah. thing. Yeah. And they get a new teacher and they think the teacher's really cute. And the teacher ends up living in the share house too. And so both of the girls like have a crush on the teacher. 
But the teacher, like, I don't know if he legit. No, he does legitimately yeah. start dating one yeah. of them. He, he starts does dating one of them. He starts dating one of them. And they are children. Yeah. They like, are they are teenagers in, in high school. And what the fuck mm. is that? But anyway, that's not a problem in the music video. The problem is that the other girl gets very jealous. jealous. <laughs> and she starts, like, spying on them. And she, like, tries to bring him presents. And then, like, get like catches them being romantic. And he, like, slips the other girl, like, weird gifts in class. It's fucked up, It's so dude. fucked up. It's so gross. It's so gross. But anyway, the teacher eventually gets dumped by the woman who is, by the girl that After he's After the friend pushes her off of the- Oh, I forgot about that! The friends are riding bikes, and the jealous one, like, pushes the friend who's dating the teacher, like, off of a ravine, like, into a ditch. She, like, she, like, fucked with her bike or something, (laughs) so, like, the chain falls off, and so she rides off of a, off of a mountain, and she breaks her arm and her leg, but all that does is, is bring them closer together, because now he, like, goes to her bedside and takes care of her, And then in the next scene, he tries to give her flowers, and she doesn't want them, so, like, I guess It's at her graduation. Oh, okay. Because, like, the, there's, like, a banner that says, like, 1984, and so, like, Uh. that's the year that they're graduating or whatever so like she walks by presumably with her family or something or like her friends and ignores him so I guess because she's done with high school she's like she doesn't want to date the teacher yeah (laughs) and he like tries to like bargain with her or whatever and she like slaps yeah they like get in a violent fight and then he gets really really drunk and uh the other girl who had been jealous like finds him drunk in the share house and when he looks at her he thinks that she is the other girl so they presumably sleep together together. and then in the morning he like knows it's not her and like regrets everything and then she drowns herself and drowns herself in in the the river river. and a little boy has to tell tell him and tells the man (laughs) that she's dead (laughs) the end what the fuck y'all what the fuck what the fuck supposedly all the tracks on this album were based off of movies and i wonder like that you said 1985 like i wonder if this is supposed to be like some movie mm. reference that we should have gotten or something but like what the i fuck? mean maybe it's even clips from a movie who knows i don't i know. don't i don't but it was wild it was awful uh, this album finished the year number 28 in the top 100 albums with 203,000 copies sold. It won three music show trophies and We Sung won the Rookie of the Year at six different award shows at yeah. the end of the year. So very popular. Very popular. He is a good singer. Yeah, he is good. On April 2nd, we had a comeback of The Jadu uh, with an album called Change Yourself. And the main single is called We Need to Talk. So we first met the Jadu in our 2000 episode mm-hmm. when they put out a song that we really loved, but they were one of Korea's most celebrated indie bands of the 2000s. They were a girl and a dude and they made like quirky, little quirky, fun yeah, songs. Just lovely music. The Jadu means the plum. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, this comeback won them a mama for best mixed group. Wow. And the music video features like a warrior's style silly street fight with like a team of like disco stew guys and then guys with like huge wave hair like their oh, hair. Oh, that's like three feet tall. Yes. Like it just stands straight. It's like, I don't know, like Ace Ventura times a thousand, yeah. like straight up into the air and over to the side. And then the Jadu just like 
single tracking shot walk towards the camera through this neighborhood and all the crazy fighting is like happening, happening around, around them. them. Yeah. Very adorable. Um, and the stage in the, that I put in the playlist has a ballroom dance couple like doing full ballroom dance, but way in the back of the stage. There's no, the one that you put in the playlist has them come like in front of the, oh, they did of come the drums. Out. Okay. Yeah. They come in front of the drums and then they dance like in the middle and then they dance like a little bit behind the girl for a while. And they are children. They are not adults. <laughs> Both of them are smaller than the girl, which was my first clue that they are children. And then when you look at their faces, like they are at most 14 years old. I, like I don't know who these baby ballroom dancers are. They're very good, but I don't know why they're here. I must have not even noticed because I was so <laughs> distracted by the drummer's triangle hair. The like drummer had like Lisa Simpson triangle hair. That was very distracting. Um, but this album was number 72 for all albums in Korea in 2002 with 78,000 copies sold. On April 8th, we had a comeback from the group Country Coco. Their album was called Just My Style, and the single was titled Conga. Country Coco was a musical comedy duo with one of the members of Rura. And they had a huge surprise hit in the year 2000, but this was their last full album that they ever released. Um, and the music video is a weird concept for this. Like there's like astronauts and stuff in it. Um, but then it also has like a standard like 2000s box, box or whatever. lit box tunnel mm -hmm. that's very, it's gonna be May. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That. That style that vibe. Mm -hmm. And in the stages that they did, the dancers were wearing like full astronaut yeah. costumes and like alien costumes. Mm -hmm. With little like goofy. antennas and stuff. But Country yeah. Coco just wore t-shirts and jeans in yeah. every music video and stages. Mm -hmm. Just t-shirts and jeans. Um, and this song is fucking catchy. Yeah. It's so catchy. And I really like the one guy's voice who sings the chorus on the album. He's not as good live. Yeah. But that in the song is like ooh it hits so good yeah 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 doesn't hit as well live and one of them has a really really bad perm mm, it just yes. has to be said um, but this album went to number 69 for the year nice <laughs> and sold 89,000 copies then on the 14th of April we had a comeback from our girl Boa with her album number one and the single number one this album obviously debuted at number one. Boa was the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and it stayed there for two months. It sold 232,000 copies in the first month and went on to be the best-selling album of the year at 544,000 copy sold and it also charted very highly in japan despite being a korean release yes we've covered boa's whole career um in a two-part deep dive so listen to part one in order to hear more about this track and release uh it won four music show trophies and three end of the year awards including most popular music video best dance performance and the grand prize of the day song at the sbs gaio um, Boa herself says that this and only one are the top tracks of her career and a panel of 35 music experts and critics, crit, 
35 music experts and critics named this the greatest K-pop song of all time in 2021. Yeah. Um, and she's so great. Yeah. The things we talked about in the other stages of people not singing and not being good does not apply to Boa. It never applies And she's to dancing Boa. so much harder than all of them and still like holding her notes. And she's like 15 I was going to say, she's also like 14. <laughs> so um, we love our baby Boa. Um, on April 20th was when the Dream concert in 2002 was held. This featured acts like Click B, Ocean, Shinwa, SES, Boa, Finkel, and G.O.D. closed the concert. And the entire thing is available in HD on YouTube if you are curious and want to watch the 2002 Dream concert. Great. That same day, April 20th, Kang Sung-hoon had a comeback with his album Kang Sung-hoon Volume 2. And the title track was My Girl. Kang Sung-hoon is sec- was Sekshkis' lead singer. This is his second solo album. Um, and yeah, the music video is like all feet. It had the feet so I was so shocked feet? by the feet. I literally wrote too much feet in this music video. Is this Tarantino directed? That's what Wade said. <laughs> That's what Wade said. Thank you, Wade. Because, <laughs> yeah, in the video, he's, like, wearing, like, loungy clothes and, like, sitting on a, like, lounge chair and there's like a shelf so it's like supposed to be an apartment but it never really like leaves that one spot Mm. but there are long lingering shots of his bare feet there's a part where he picks up pictures with his toes yeah he's like there's like pictures on the ground and he like (laughs) nudges them with his toes and then he like gets on a scale and like there's just so many shots of just his feet and i was like i don't give a shit about this dude's (laughs) toes why But the main plot of the music video is that this guy is like looking at pictures of his girlfriend, I suppose, and he like runs and goes to get her at the airport before she leaves. But there's a lot of feet in it. But there's feet and there's also a lot of weird like split screens, like Edward Norton Hulk style. Or no, that's the Eric Bana Hulk. Whatever, you know what I mean. All those fucking split screens and like sliding things and whatever. Um, But the stages he had a ton of or he had a lot of backup dancers, Um, and I just thought it was really odd that. Three out of seven of them had dreads. Yeah. Three out of seven of them had dreads, and one of them had, like, an afro. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? This is too many dancers with appropriative hairstyles. Like, come on, very guys. Much this is bad. a lot this happening is bad. at that moment, for sure. But, yeah, he doesn't dance. So that's two. No, that's four sex. No, the other two did dance. Two solo sex that won't dance and make their <laughs> dancers dance for them. Um, yeah, this song did win a music show trophy and the Gaio Dejan SBS Popularity Award mm-hmm. On the 24th of April, Baby Vox came back with their special album, Five and a Half, and the single was Coincidence. <laughs> This song is a remake of the song Gloomy Coincidence by Cola, the group that I mentioned earlier, and it was originally released in 1996. This special album had four discs. One of the discs was exclusively never-before-seen videos of Baby Vox, and the rest of the album was all 
remixes, old tracks. Like it was a special, like, here you go. This is the last couple of years of Baby Vox mm. kind of thing. So I think that this was one of the only like new songs on it. Mm. Um, and the Lukes for this included so many scarves, scarves <laughs> on heads, scarves on waists, flowy skirts with more scarves on them or yeah. they just wore like denim mini skirts and chonky belts mm -hmm. like a y2k girl at the mall the main thing i noted about the looks in this music video was the way that the eyeshadow went all the way up to their eyebrows and then around and under their eyes mm. so it was just like a full like splomp <laughs> of color like just like panda eyes <laughs> but blue shimmery um, and one of the members had micro braids uh, at yeah. the time in the music video and in the and in the stages. And the song starts in Spanish. Yeah. Is that how the original song? Have you ever heard the original? Because I also saw on YouTube that they the Baby Box released a parentheses Latin version Ooh. of this song. But the song starts with them saying "Baila, baila bonito, baila, baila bonita," and says like the girl dances prettily. Um, and then there's like weird like Latin vibes, like Latin pop beats, like kind of underneath the whole thing. Yes. Oh, it does start that it's way, the there. original? Okay, great. I had to know. Let's see. Okay, so this album was 21 for the year at 240K copies. It won two music show trophies. And Baby Vox won the Gaio Dejan Bonsang, the KBS Singer of the Year, Golden Disc Popularity, Soul Music Awards Hallyu Achievement Award, Korean Music Awards Hallyu Singer Award, Best Korean Wave Singer Award, and was selected by the China Radio Stations Association. So wow. Baby Vox was still very, very popular popular at this time mm -hmm. and now they have their dog back so they're and living they have, large everything was fine <laughs> um on this was some crazy news on april 23rd uh diva member kim jinny was arrested for assault damn for getting violent during an argument and the judges decided to sentence her to eight months in prison because she started the fight kicked the victim and continued to show no remorse in court However, she will be able at the, I'm saying this presently in April 2002, <laughs> she will be able to stay out of prison until the sentence is finalized since she is a public figure and they don't need to worry about her attempting to flee. Mm. I could not confirm if Kim Juni ever did serve this jail time. I tried very hard to find out. I don't know if she ever actually mm. had to do it, but she had been previously arrested in 2000 for being in a gang fight Damn. and ganging up with someone on someone with three other people for quote, looking at her wrong. That's so crazy. <laughs> and I remember when we had Diva in like one of the first episodes They'll of this. They'll be back later we did this, this in the next part. And they had like kind of a tough like vibe and one of them had like a great low raspy voice and like, damn, that they're damn like scary. That's, that's pretty scary <laughs> out there fighting in the streets all right on april 26th fly to the sky had a comeback with the album sea of love and the title track of the same name This 
album was released while member Ju was finishing at Rutgers University in New Jersey. So Huang, the other one, because Fly to the Sky is just two guys. Huang, the other member, began the promos by himself until Ju could later come and uh, and meet him. The music video is filmed in San Francisco. They play football on the beach. They have like white tank tops and open shirts and like uh, white guys play shirts, v skins with them. And There's so much beefcake in, the background. in this music yeah. video. And in the stages too. Guns out <laughs> yes. for the stages. I wrote that I loved everything about this. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, the performance in the playlist, they're wearing little denim vest armband. Yeah, they have little like, numbers. look at my guns. I could pop this band right off. It w- uh, they did promote a second single, which was called Condition of My Heart. And it was written by Brian McKnight, who is of boys to men. The album itself peaked at number two, and it won an R&B award at the SBS Gaio, and it was number 20 for the year with 249,000 sales. On the same day, we also had a comeback from Im Chang Jung, and the album was called CJ 2002, and the single is Sad Monologue. Um, so this guy is a very big deal. If you saw his face, you might be like, oh, I've seen that guy before because he's been in Korean entertainment for more than 30 years, movies, TV shows, variety shows, singing, all kinds of things like classic Mm -hmm. entertainer. Yeah. He's known as the original multi entertainer because he's in all aspects of the Korean entertainment industry. Um, And he's known for his hit songs that are specifically very challenging to sing. And he's the only South Korean artist to have number one songs from the 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. So this guy is a big fucking deal. Yes. And this song is a 10-minute music video where he gets to show off his acting chops and be funny and charming and also do a little bit of drama. Like, the music video feels like it is scenes from a whole movie, Mm -hmm. but it is not. It is not from a movie. It is just the music video, but it like, it feels like a movie. It tells a whole story. I mean, when I saw that it was 10 minutes long, I was like, there's no way I'm watching all of this. And then I watched all of it. And I have a lot of, like, my notes get increasingly (laughs) insane as I continue to watch this music video because I was just, I had so many questions. Um, But yeah, it's just like a a girl is like going to, she like gets on a train and she like calls her boyfriend who I guess she's been together with since childhood. And she like goes to the same, she's like going to the same school, I guess. But then when she like gets to the bus station, like he's not there to pick her up. And instead the singer comes and he's like with a crazy friend and they're like very crass and they like smoke a lot and they take her to his house (laughs) because she lives with him. I don't know. We have no idea why they know each yeah, other. They just or like why suddenly bond and then have like a good time. But he had like a sign with her name on yeah. it and was like there to get her. And at first I thought like her boyfriend sent him to go get mm. her. But then no, like she just like lives with this guy in the dorm, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know why they live together, but they do. Um, and then they end up being kind of cute and they become friends. Um, and the boyfriend is cheating on her with another woman. And so like she's really depressed and he's the crass driver singer guy sees that she's depressed and like they become friends but she goes back with the original yeah. cheater boyfriend and i think she marries him because yeah, at the end she baby comes with back him. with her kids and he suddenly and the cab driver weird friend 
owns a restaurant now mm-hmm. and she approaches with her family and she's like awkward and then he just goes like oh come on in yeah like, he's like he's, so happy he's to see the cool her one. Mm-hmm. like yeah yeah and it was like so sad because he had gotten like when she like decides to go oh my God, he and bought her leave. a watch well she had like this watch and then she like wanted to get a new wristband for it and they like go shopping together and it's too expensive and so then she, he goes back and surprises her with the band later and when they're saying goodbye and she's like hopping into her cheating boy friend's jeep to go drive away with him uh they exchange gifts and he got her the watch band and she got him a beautiful watch face and i was like no the matching presents and i was really sad that they didn't end up together i was rooting for him yeah for sure. <laughs> this song won four music show trophies and did KBS Bonsang and SBS Bonsang and was number 24 on the album chart for the year. Um, on April 29th, there was an accident. A member of Shinwa, Junjin, who we spoke of early for, earlier for being in the Shinvi music video, he suffered a head injury while filming the while attempting to do a flip on the nice. SBS show Best Friends, and he fell into a coma. <gasps> until the morning of April 30th. The other members refused to do shows without him, so their schedules were will, were canceled until May. And when Junjin returned, he sat in a chair for the rest of the Shinwa wow. promotions. That's very scary. Yeah. That's a serious Head fucking injury. injury. Oh my God. Up. This is why we don't do flips, you guys. No, no, no. On May 1st, we had a comeback from Yunmire with her album Gemini and the single Wonder Woman. This is for the lonely ones that rock it to their corner. We're done memory ejects, I catch in your workouts. I'm on the money that do not do whatever you wanna. I check the modern diamond law, shock, shock, lock, lock. We had previously covered uh, Yunmire's debut in one of our um, previous episodes of the series. And she did, she debuted with like this gorgeous R&B song that like really showed off her voice. And then this album like focused more on her rapping instead. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like even on stage, she doesn't do any of the singing live. Like it's just a backing track yeah. and she just focuses on the rapping. Um, but the actual title is a do off of this album was a duet with Bobby Kim called Across the Endless Sea. Um, but Wonder Woman was maybe promoted more. I found it way more duet. stages for yeah. that one. Yeah. And that's what I would guess. So this was her second solo album. It peaked at number 15, but it is considered to be one of Korea's best hip hop albums. And she also released a Japanese version of the album. So it was very successful. Um, And a fun fact, she released Gemini 2 in 2018, which looked back over her career and paid homage to this album in particular. Yeah. Also, I like we said, Yunmide, but she was still going by T at this yes. time, just the single letter T mm-hmm. for Tasha, for which Tasha. is her birth name. Yeah, and in one of the song, I, in Wonder Woman, she rhymes Tasha with Rasta. <laughs> that just has to be noted. Close, <laughs> close. Um, on May fifth, an event was held called the Love Concert two thousand two. This was held at Olympic Stadium to celebrate and promote the World Cup 2002, which was going to be held in Korea. We'll get to it next month. Um, Finkel was the opening act for this, and they were followed by Lee Jae Jin, Click B, Coyote, Jang Nara, and JTL. 
And the concert was the last scheduled event for JTL, who would be finishing their first album promotions with this concert. And the proceeds of the concert were used to purchase 7,777 soccer balls to distribute to elementary schools and orphanages throughout Korea. And that number was chosen to bring luck to the children who Mm. would get to receive the soccer balls. Nice. Um, A little bit of controversy on May 11th. SES Shu and Shinwa Andy were rejected from Korean inter- uh, from Korean universities because they had graduated from a foreign language high school in Korea. The jury ruled that the education received from their high school did not meet the level of Korean public high schools, and they claimed that Shu and Andy lacked the language and fundamental skills needed to attend a Korean university. And the two of them, like, lawsuits about going to college lasted for, like, a couple Mm. of years for the two of them. And I wonder if it eventually led to changes or things. But, like, that was a problem. Foreign idols can't go to college. Well, I mean, especially if they went to a foreign language high school in Korea. And then that's the ruling of, like, well, it doesn't meet the standard. And it's like, but it's your school. Like, (laughs) if you were saying that my U.S. high school didn't meet your standards, like, okay, Okay. maybe. (laughs) But you're it's a Korean school, you dickheads. Like, what are you talking about? This seems racist. Oh, it's my turn. May 13th, <laughs> we get the one, the only debut of Rain with his album Bad Guy and the title track of the same name. <laughs> We have covered Rain extensively in a two-part deep dive, so please check that out if you want to know more about him, the man, the myth, the icon. This album sold 143,000 copies in 2002 and peaked at number nine for the month, 45 overall for the year, and it won seven end-of-the-year Best New Artist slash Rookie Awards because Rain was a moment. (laughs) The music video for this is five minutes long, and as we discussed in the Rain Deep Dive, it tells an insane story that includes a prison dance break and a main character death, meaning Rain dies. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but the stage you put in the playlist, I was like, what is this outfit we're wearing, Rain? Because he's wearing silk pajamas, but the pajama shirt has shoulder pads Uh and no collar and like a little flappy one button. Just one button. With nothing underneath. Yep. And he doesn't have his full, like, hard abs yet. You can see, like, shadows of them, but they're... (laughs) He's just a debut boy, not cut too so hard yet. But then the PJ pants are like also black silk with these enormous polka silver dots. polka dots like on them. It was so goofy. And all of his backup dancers, they're wearing different tops, but they're all wearing the same pants. And it just looks so silly. But he looks like he. I just had to pick that stage because he looks like such a baby. He, he does look like, like he a just little, looks like a little baby. He's so small. Um, this song is so great, but I said this in the rain deep dive, but I fucking hate that JYP sings the bridge for like the pre-choruses and bridge of this song. Like, get your voice out of there, JYP. <laughs> it's not about you. It's not about you. He's like a full feature. He like sings yeah. so much on it. I hate it. All right. On the 15th of May, we have another debut. This is a girl group called Love, L-U-V. 
And their debut album was called Story Orange Girl. And the single is Orange Girl. This was a three-member girl group under Sidious HQ. Their names were Vin, Henim, and Unbyal, which I learned because they put them in the music video. <laughs> um, and this was their first and only album they debuted. I mean, disbanded in 2003. Mm. Uh, but pre-debut, they were featured vocalists in GTL's song, A Better Day. Um, and the music video opens with the most 2000s fashion montage I've ever seen. Like, oh, oh my God. my God. So many cowboy hats in this music video and matching colorful gloves, gloves. for everyone and everything in every color you can <laughs> imagine. So many huge fake flowers oh on the lapels. Oh my God, the, the fake flowers. Oh, wow. Um, and I thought, oops, I kind of love this song. It's like perfectly <laughs> terrible and cheesy in a really specific way. I think it sounds like a Hillary Duff B-side or something like that. And it I was made like, me okay, think, yeah. again, for another Lizzie McGuire reference, it made me think of like if there was an episode of Lizzie McGuire where there had been like a talent show, mm. this song would have been like the competition sure. or something. Um, I did not love this song. There's a lot of auto tune in it that I was just like, mm. I thought it was funny because it was so <laughs> early in the like world of auto tune to just have like a single line being like, oh yeah, girl. Yeah, like I was, was like, so oh, that's odd. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also very confused because the beginning of the music video starts with a different song. Yes. And the other song is like very techno-y. And so it was like, oh, okay, this song is like techno-y. And then it just like without any sort of transitions starts the new song and I was like what is this song like we started with techno and now we're bubblegum rock pop like what is happening here and it wasn't until the stage that I realized oh the first part doesn't go yeah <laughs> I think it was just part of the intro because they sure. like put the members names at the bottom and whatever so I think it's yeah. part of and the they're just doing their like fashion looks yeah and then it really gets started so that was love on May 16th, we had another debut of MC Sniper and the album So Sniper. Uh, and the single was called BK Love. MC Sniper was a solo rapper, um, and he started as an underground rapper in 1998 and then was signed to Pony Canyon Korea in 2002, where he made his debut with this. Um, and BK Love was the most popular song as it was on the soundtrack to the movie Windstruck, but the actual title track of the album was called Sola Sola Green Sola, um, which includes a folk song of the same name. And the music video is just him on a beach rapping in front of an enormous Korean flag. And the whole beginning of the music video is like the slowest pan <laughs> out of the flag where like you don't even know that it's the flag until like a whole minute in <laughs> like I shit you not a minute and 30 seconds of slowly Slow out zooming zoom. out of the flag it was ridiculous uh, but the album peaked at number 10 and was number 74 for the year and sold 77,000 copies so moving into June there was no music camp airing in June of 2002 because the World Cup was being held simultaneously in Korea and Japan that year. They had to share the World Cup, mm. which was also a very big deal. Oh, sure. 
Um, but Inky Gaio still ran for June, but uh, the other shows seemed to take a break uh, for soccer stuff. But in a World Cup thing, I couldn't find the exact date of release of this, but mm. the Yoon Do Hyun Band, who is now just known as YB, released a single called Oh Pilsung Korea. So this is a rock style recording of a fan song that was sung by fans at Korean football games since the 90s and had been adapted from a UK football mm. cheer. So it was just like a stadium cheer that was recorded. It's a soccer song. Recorded as a real single to, you know, get everyone hyped about their soccer team. Um, Pilsung means certain victory. Mm -hmm. So they're just basically saying go Korea go. Yeah. Um, and the punk band Crying Nut also recorded a version of this song and added new verses to it. Mm. And that version was also quite popular. But World Cup things yeah. happening. And this one is mostly like it doesn't even really have verses. It's no. kind of just the chant like over and over and yeah. over again. But the guy's a really good singer. Yes, he is a good mm -hmm. singer. Um, on the 18th of June, we had some breaking news. Who beat up Coyote? Is Coyote the cannot escape the headlines I know. this year. So... Koyote Shinji, the girl, has been stirring up controversy because she appeared on KBS's Night for a Reason. And she claimed on this show that she once met a singer who was 10 years older than her in a bathroom somewhere. And since the singer didn't have makeup on, the Koyote member didn't recognize her. So the singer and her friend cursed and scratched Shinji so much that she had to cancel her schedules. Damn. So obviously she said this and then everybody starts freaking out trying to figure out the identity mm -hmm. of the older singer and when this might have happened and like trying yeah. to put the pieces together. And then <laughs> Coyote's entertainment like company tried to calm down the controversy by saying that none of it was true and she just made up a story to be entertaining on television. I don't get Coyote's management. I know, they're weird. They are weird. <laughs> like... We're not getting rid of the guy who's been arrested twice for drugs and is literally in jail. We're mm -hmm. going to let him come back. But we're throwing our lady singer under the bus for supposedly making up a story. And, like, what if she really did get assaulted? Like, yeah. you would have known that if she actually had to cancel the, the cancel schedules. schedules. And even if she did make it up, is it really in your best interest to say that, that she's she a liar? <laughs> like, I feel like that's just a bad PR move all, All around. around. Yeah, for All sure. All around. For sure. All right, June 11th, we have what we'll call a comeback mm -hmm. of SM Town. They released the album SM Summer Vacation to smtown.com. And the song was called Memories of Summer. This was the fourth SM Town album, and it features Kangta, Moonhee Moon Jun, both from HOT, SES, Xinhua, Fly to the Sky, Boa, Dana, Milk, Blackbeat, and Shinvi. So all those little subsidiaries, they got to be a part of this. Um, and all of those groups have individual tracks on the album as well, but this song has everybody Everyone. together. Um, and the music video is just like them at summer camp, basically. They like go to a lake and they're like on boats and they like water go on water skis and, and they go bungee jump. jumping and like, yeah, they're just like summer fun. And then there's a lot of 
close-ups of like them actually singing in front of what just like a like shiny a sheet. someone just shaking yeah, a sheet a sheet behind them and they're all just wearing like normal guy clothes the dudes most of the dudes in this video who i don't know i like they are fly to the sky and oh, and shinwa don't and whatever black anybody don't know them but all video. the dudes look so hot and tan and beefy and like guns out and they all look great and then the shots where they would cut to Moon Hee Jun and his purple Kate Gosselin Karen haircut. I would just laugh so hard. <laughs> I can't take him seriously. I can't take him seriously. I think that's okay. <laughs> anyway. But the album went to number one in June with 111,000 sales and was number 30 for the year at 200,000. Yeah. These SM Town albums. They I really well. want to like investigate them someday and like maybe rank them or something because I looked. There are 10 summer albums and 12 winter albums at Ooh. the moment. So we could split it up maybe. Yeah, two. summer and winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. All right. On June 13th, we had a comeback of Park Jung Hyun, who is more often known as Lena Park. Uh, her album was called OP4. And the single is In Dreams. This album sold half a million copies by 2011, but it peaked at number two in 2002 and sold 296,000 copies that year. Um, This title track was extremely popular and allowed her to enter the foreign market. Um, And the Korean government chose Lena Park to represent Korea in the opening and closing ceremonies of the World Cup. And she also has a song on the official World Cup soundtrack Mm. from that year. So did G.O.D. I meant to pull the World Cup songs, but I was overwhelmed at that point. Yeah, sure. And honestly, that makes sense, though, because she is hands down the best singer of this bunch. Like, no contest. She blows everybody else out of the water. Just straight up out of the water. This music video is extremely similar to Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now, which is fine because the song is also clearly trying to invoke like the way that it slows down before the chorus oh, yeah. I feel like it's purposefully oh, trying to invoke Oh and then it also has the like whistle pipes from mm-hmm. the um from Titanic. Uh, Titanic one yeah 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 very Celine it is a power ballad and she's just like running around pianos dramatically and there's like curtains blowing and lightning flashing and a very skinny man with like hair in his face being like and the most dramatic face I've ever seen on anyone, his bone structure is just like all angles. It's crazy. But he just has hair in his face the whole time. Because um, then it's like she's in like the nice house wandering around with the flowy windows open and stuff. And then he's in the like decrepit version of the house. Yeah. It's the same house, but, but it's like a ghost broken. version. There's rain coming and in he, the windows. And he's like wandering around in great distress. <laughs> um, so it just like cuts back and forth between them. Um, in the stages for this, I noted that she was dressed the way that I dressed for every single singing competition that I went to around <laughs> this time, which is peasant shirt, mid-length skirt, <laughs> possibly with one of those chunky flower belts sure, over it. But she very much looked like me at a singing competition, except for she had really badly done micro braids mm-hmm. like they're so like loose and sloppy and they just like look like shit yeah it almost looked like they weren't supposed to be micro braids like they were supposed to just be like weird twisties in some she has like but yeah, gross they're just gel they're twist. bad they're not they're real, real bad not they're real really nice, nice. Mm-hmm. 
On June 26th, we had a debut of Lee Song with the album Lee Song of Honey Family, and the single was titled Rush, featuring Jong In. Song was a hip-hop duo that self-produced their this first album. One of the members reportedly borrowed 2 billion won in order to produce it, and the duo spent 400 hours straight in the studio and walked out with 60 finished songs. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this song, when it first started, I was like, okay, this guy's trying to do his best jaw rule impression, mm. um, because that's just like straight up what it sounds like. And then I even thought that the woman on it, Jung In, is the featured artist. And she kind of sounds like she's doing her best Yoon Mi mm. and like trying to be like raspy and stuff. And I don't know if she's her own, de- I'm assume she's her own yeah. deal and that's her style or whatever. But I, there was a lot about this that did not leave a good taste in my I mouth. fully agree. Um, but the, if you look at the music video in the playlist, the smaller one with the little locks is Gary from Running Man. And the tall, bald one who's doing the jaw rule impression is Gil, who is currently a coach on The Voice Korea. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah, the music video to this, like, just gave me full body yikes. Mm -hmm. It just gave me full body yikes because I, I don't. I don't think I can blame it being a poor quality upload to YouTube. I truly think that the coloring of this music video is purposefully blackfishing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I the agree. contrast is turned in such a crazy way that like both members look very dark skinned. Mm-hmm. And then there are actual black people in the video and they're like, the same color yeah and the way that like the filter the coloring filter is not the same in every single scene like the first few because the plot of the music video i don't know there's it's like one of them like, gets out of jail and then they yeah like there's reunite like two guys one of them gets out of jail they reunite and then they the guy who was already out like takes uh the new freshly well i don't know if the first guy had ever been in jail but whatever he like takes his newly released buddy to this like bar where the female is singer is there and they like reunite or whatever and then they have a party and they invite all the black people they know i guess but there's like parts where they're like when they are getting out of prison and whatever and like reuniting like okay it looks fine but then there's a specific cut where they like are in a desert like singing in a car and it is three shades darker than the rest of it and like like it tried to be a sepia tone or something but then they just kept it even when they were inside and like the way that it oh it's bad it's real bad and also the girl in the video is not the singer yeah they like recast her but they straight up styled her like Yoon Mi Rae when they make her hair like curly and puffy and they like try to make her look also like she must be like ethnically ambiguous Mm -hmm. or whatever and like it's just very obvious that all of these people are korean yes and the state the choices on the stages got even worse there's i didn't put it in the playlist because it was truly shocking but there was one stage where the featured singer jung in had like gotten her hair super permed and had like lauren hills fuji like wow yes like not like she literally had like I mean, Lauren Hill's haircut and I was like what 
is going on here? The stage that you did put in, I was like, was is she one wearing a do-rag? No, yeah. she's wearing a, a hair scarf. It's just a regular hair scarf. But it straight up looks like a do-rag and it's bad. And mm-hmm. she does have like dreadlocks yes. underneath it. Yeah, and it's does. just rough. And then all of the like thousands of backup dancers that they have are wearing literally the tackiest mall clothes I've ever seen. One of the women is having to do all the choreo in these like strapless like slip on heels and i was like how did you what did you what is happening here? yeah it's bad it's it just gave bad. me the ick it just gave me yeah um but the song uses an identical baseline to the song you are everything by the stylistics you are everything and everything is you you can yeah it's, it's all you can definitely there. hear it um but the album peaked at number 12 it was number 95 for the year with fifty three thousand copies sold um, yeah, and just a weird note for me that I recognized the featured singer's voice right away because of a really random drama soundtrack song I bought seven years ago <laughs> that she sang. Like, as soon as it started, I was like, is that that girl from that one drama song? And it was, because her voice is very unique. Like, it is. It has a, a unique sound to mm-hmm. it that you would be like, oh, that's her. Yeah. But that's it. That's we. That brings us to the end of June, and that's where we stop these episodes because, yeah. as you can tell from the runtime, they get long, so mm-hmm. we can't do the whole year at once. So come back later in the year for the rest of 2002. But, uh, yeah, that was the start of it. And we usually do, like, trend wrap-up at mm-hmm. the end, and I do feel like, again, this, like, little chunk of time compared to all of the others, like, didn't seem to have as many, like, mm-hmm. strong... Trends. Like trends running through it that felt aside from bad singers, yeah, and <laughs> like there wasn't there wasn't a lot, but I did notice that there were a lot more shaved heads yeah. than I feel like I had seen in a long time. Like a lot of dudes with just a straight up shaved head, and the shaved head usually came with sunglasses on stage mm. in combo, mm. bald and sunglasses. And I'm like, okay, right. that's a moment. Um, there were also a ton of really floppy beret style hats in all kinds of cuts and fabrics, but mm-hmm. like berets were yeah. definitely a moment. A lot of all white outfits mm-hmm. too, in both music videos and stages and like pajama style looks. And the crimps that we talked about, the hair crimps, the hair was not as big and as crazy as it was in like the 2000 episode, but like there were crimps for Mm, sure. Some bad perms. Some bad perms. The pants are still huge. Yeah. The pants are not getting any smaller. Um, And then one weird- We're just putting skirts on top of them. Skirts on top of the (laughs) pants. There was not only, like there was another group that also did skirt on pants. Yeah. It was a thing. Um, And then I also thought this was funny when I was going through the Soompi News archives, that in 2002, there was constant speculation and news about the movie Rush Hour 3. There was an article that claimed that JYP was trying to get a meeting with Jackie Chan to get um, Park Jin Yoon into Rush Hour 3. There was rumor that a different Korean actress had been cast in Rush Hour 3. And then this idol is going to be in Rush Hour 3. Rush Hour 3 did not come out until 2007, and it has no Korean people in it. So I don't know if that was... And it's not filmed in Korea Mm -hmm. either, right? So I don't know why that was like the talk of the moment. Weird. people trying to get into Rush Hour. But again, it didn't happen for many, many years. So I don't know why. And none of those people were successful. Yeah, and it was a pattern. But it was a pattern of (laughs) this, and I thought that it was funny. Um, But yeah, that's, that's the first chunk of 2002 in k-pop we did it we did it and we'll be right back with the random game 
All right, we are back. And as is tradition in this episode, we try to limit the random games numbers to first gen groups just to keep the theme going so it's not too jarring. Sure. So this week we got Ocean, which is spelled number five, T-I-O-N, because Mm -hmm. O is five in Korean. Yes. Uh, This was a five, or is, I should say, they are still together is a five-member boy group that is currently under IV Entertainment, IV4, I don't know, uh, and Shine E&M. But they debuted in 2001 with an album called True Image of New. Um, And they have had a lot of iterations. They have um, lost members, added members, uh, fully disbanded, came back together, rebranded. They have... Uh, they have been under eight different labels and they have 12 former members. That's the, I, that's, that's so many. That's the most, I think, that's of any group be. I've ever seen. Um, but they have released a lot of music um, because they have been around since 2001. They have three studio albums, a mini album, and they've released like 18 different singles. Um, and they have made Japanese releases as well. Um, so the music video that we are going to be watching, because um, in our last year, 2001 episode, we covered their debut, More Than Words, which was great. And they were still performing it on music shows mm-hmm. in this point in 2002. Um, but the video we're going to watch, their most popular music video, is from in 2012 when the group was re-debuted with a few of the original members and then some new guys. Mm-hmm. I think it was three original and two new guys. Um, so that's what time period we're looking at here, a 2012 music video called Only For You with the number four. Um, and if you'd like to watch it with us, you can just pull it up on YouTube and press play when I say go. And let's check out the Rebirth of Ocean. The album was called Rebirth. Uh, three, two, one, go. All right, feats, chairs. Boys walking down the stairs. Oh, look at what lovely boys they are. They're not boys at all. They were all born in the 70s. They are not. Oh, boys. they are grown ass men. <laughs> they look very young. Or maybe they're just like trying to look like schoolboys. I don't know. We're just like wandering different places. Yeah. Coming out of doors and stuff. The Makne of this group was born in 1984. Oh, wow. Yeah, so far we've just got like slow-mo. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, this guy has a beard. Mm, it's not cute. None of these boys have their shirts tucked in. Not even a French tuck. Nothing. 2012 was a dark year for fashion. <laughs> Clearly. Look at that fedora. The one with long hair looks familiar, but maybe it's yeah. just the hair is I think making it... him seem familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. They're not even like pretending to sing. They're not sing even lip syncing. Yeah. They're really just walking Literally around walking this like around. campus, I guess. Yeah, I think if you could guess, it would. I was going to say outdoor mall, but it does look more like a school. Now they're oh. playing in a fountain. Yeah, this is so weird. 
They're, yeah, they're because like, they're not even acknowledging the camera. It's yeah. like they're trying not to acknowledge. They're the camera trying so hard to not to that the guy with the long hair failed and yes. happened to look directly at the camera while they were walking, and then had to, and like, then was like, "Oops, no, I'm no, not supposed to." Never mind. <laughs> so far, the only moment of naturalness this long-haired guy has shown is the moment he just had with this dog. <laughs> <laughs> Every other time, he looks very uncomfortable. I think it's because they were given zero prompts yeah, I'm and sure. just told to walk around. Like, just have fun. What? Look now they're on an enormous chair? What's <laughs> what's going on here? Where are they? I just wherever was free for them to yeah. walk around, I'm sure. There's like weird art installations. They seem to be playing tag. Now they're just sitting on different levels. The walking, the trying to walk casual is killing yeah. me. Long hair guy doesn't know how to walk. Mm-mm. Just period. <laughs> oh, now they're feeding oh, how each romantic. other. <laughs> feeding each other ice cream. Leaning in the sun on tables. Hanging out. I mean the song is oh okay. <laughs> oh, I was wondering if we were gonna get that guy in a ponytail. He had a hair tie on his wrist. <laughs> now they're in a field in different outfits, but and still the being setting. awkward. Yeah. Oh, yeah, move your hair, move your hair. Being so awkward in this field. This and guy beard guy never... hasn't taken his sunglasses off the whole time. And so... now he has a different hat on. <laughs> Same style of hat, but a different color. Oh, they're holding hands. Well, I think they're both go. holding a jacket. Oh, it looked like they, it were, holding like they were holding hands. I was like, oh, how nice. That was just like a zoom in on that guy's pecs. <laughs> I'm honestly in shock that this is the most. I'm up like I'm I can't upset believe this is, this is the, most the most popular watched. music video. It's a very Nothing boring music video. In this music video. And like now it's over, and they did nothing the entire time. Ocean, Ocean, come on! You have such a great name, Ocean. Yeah. Wow. That did make me for a moment wonder if. For prize is supposed to be. I was like, is that supposed to be like but or prize? prize but no, it's supposed to be surprise. It's supposed to be an S. That's just us being dumb. <laughs> for prize. For prize. Oh, all right. That all right. is it. Ocean. Ocean. Weekly recommendation. Do you have anything you want to recommend? Well, I did finally emerge from my rock and start to catch up on things. And I will say that I had no idea Moonbin and Sana came back, mm -hmm. but they had a little comeback. Astros, Moonbin, and Sana have a little subunit. Um, and the song is called Who? Um, and it's fun. It's like the kind of trend of like dark, heavy bass, like sexy stuff that they sort of started with their first album or their first EP. Um, and I like it. It has a really fun drop. And in the music video, Moonbin is wearing like a half skirt um, and the choreo is really cool. Um, so I did really enjoy that. Um, and I'm trying to think of like what other new things I watched that I liked because I watched some new things that I really hated and I won't mention those. Um, oh, what was that way song that I liked? Wait, now I have to look it up. 
because that's a group I know nothing about. But this song was really cute. I don't know if it's a title or if it was a B-side, but I just like scrolled through Inky Gaio to be like, who's been on stage lately? And I just like pulled random. I was like, I know this name. Um, so I watched a stage of Way um, and they, oh God, where is it? I watched so many random ass things. Too Bad was released six days ago. Oh, uh, here it is. It's called, oh yes, it's called Too Bad, that one. Um, that was delightful. I thought it was so, so, so cute. Um, oh, but my theate. Oh, my baby yeah. meow. He put out a um a Chinese song called Oops, uh Hai Chong. And Hybe did put out a music video for it. Um, so there's a full music video on YouTube and it is available on Spotify and iTunes, unlike his original debut song, which is still not available <laughs> for purchase. If I ever meet him, I'm gonna ask why. Um, but anyway, it's lovely. It's like a gorgeous, gorgeous ballad, and like every single one of his solo al- solo songs has been like a very different vibe. Um, and the last one he did was this like super artsy, like traditional, like interpretive dance in the woods with this like ancient Chinese instrument. Um, but this one is just like a lovely bat piano ballad. Mm-hmm. He sounds so pretty on it. Um, and in the music video, he's like on the beach with the girl and they at first are just like being cute, but then there's also parts where they're like walking around town and stuff and they do a lyrical partner dance. Oh, it's gorgeous. I love him. It's beautiful. Meng Hao, the eight, Hai Chong, H-A-I-C-H-E-N-G, two words. Check it out. Good one. Good one. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I love the new Red Velvet album that came out yesterday. Like, I think the whole thing is so good. Bombaleo oh, is such wonderful. a good song. If you love city pop, it's perfect. Yeah. It's and it was lovely. written by the same people that wrote, I mean, SM Staples, Andreas Olberg, but the same people who wrote Bomboleo also wrote Shiny Romance, and I feel like the songs are mm-hmm. like sequels of each other. Yeah. They just like go together really they nicely. Really and it's really great. I really, really love that. But also, in a, I mean, I feel like everybody's got to be listening to the, oops, I started playing it. Everybody's got to be listening to the Red Velvet comeback. Sure. It's a Red Velvet comeback. It's been years. But something that came out today that I was pleasantly surprised and happy with Gravity has a new album mm. out, and the title track is called Adrenaline. And Cravity is a group that's been going back and forth with their comeback since they debuted, and I've liked every other one. And we're back to like. Nice. Because this is a fun fun one, like great harmonies, good times. The music video has like a sports concept, and there's cheerleaders in it. And it kind of reminds me of – it reminds me of the Super M song, We Do. That Mm. was some kind of commercial that they did in 2020. But, um, yeah, it just has those – happy fun boy vibes that I like. So I'm very excited about it. And I started listening to the album earlier today and a few tracks in, I was very sold, but I'm ready to listen to the rest of it. But yay, Gravity, thanks for putting out a song that I like. (laughs) Yeah, I did listen to the Moonbin Sana EP and I thought it was nice. And I also liked TVXQ's most recent uh, Japanese comeback called Epitaph. Um, They have an EP of the same name and the music video is fun. It's filled with Changmin Devil references and it's a good time. Yeah, so that sounds like a lot of things. That's a good. So many of things. I crawled out of my rock and I looked at stuff. 
Good job. Now I'm Good going job. back under. <laughs> Don't talk to me anymore. Uh, but that is it for this week. If you would like to get in contact with us, we can be found at AMA K-pop Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod at gmail.com for emails 181-AMA-K-POP-5 to leave a voicemail, P.O. Box 26096, Los Angeles, California 90026 for letters and packages. Linktree slash AMAKPOP will take you to our YouTube and Spotify. There was is a YouTube playlist for this episode i don't think i'm going to attempt a spotify because no, there's nothing i've tried to make spotify playlists of our previous ones and it's too impossible it's too impossible unfortunately so check out the youtube one i included the music video and a stage for everything that i could so you can get an idea of it um and on also on that link tree you can join our discord which just celebrated its two-year anniversary yesterday so happy anniversary to our discord community glad y'all are so nice to each other and you mm-hmm. like each other so much yeah it they've been saying really nice things in the little general chat about all the things they're thankful for for that discord community and it's very heartwarming yeah so if you want to have a good time with fun nice people you can join that they're always happy to talk to new people mm-hmm. and they play a lot of games yeah it's a good time and let's see what else patreon.com slash pod. you can join our patreon and get bonus episodes every month and uh that's all the places yeah I think so. Think so. Probably. I don't know. I say this at the end of every week. I go into I like go into a trance and I just start like <laughs> saying the things and I don't know anymore. But I think that's it. We'll be back next week with something fun. Thanks for tuning in. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. 